by making up for lost time. Out there, welcome to Yesterday Today, bringing you the best of yesterday's radio today. I'm Jake Westbrook, and my resolved co-host here is McLean Westbrook. Resolved? What am I resolved to do? I don't know. I just I needed to introduce the subject of today's show. It didn't really need it to make sense. We're talking New Year's resolutions on the show today. New Year's resolutions? Isn't it a little late for that? Exactly, McLean. It is too late. That's why we are revisiting. The resolutions. You see, everybody makes them at the start of January. January 1st, people people are lining up to go to the gym. They're getting their finances in order. But it's about this time of the month, maybe like three weeks in, it's all gone. They've forgotten about it. They have one cheat day and bam, we're off to the races. Back to their old selves. So I'm here. We're here to encourage the listeners out there to, uh, you know... Find find within them the steely resolve to pick up the burden that they dropped on the path behind them a few miles back. I'm losing track of my metaphors, but you get what I'm going for. Hey, not everybody doesn't follow through on their resolutions. Uh-huh. So how's your workout routine going? Hey, I had a cold this week. I couldn't go to the gym. Right, convenient. Anyway, nevertheless, we have a... Howdy, fellas. Oh, it's our producer. Long, long time no see. Yeah, we haven't seen you since Sydney announced he and Maisie were having a baby. How's it feel becoming a grandpa? Oh, great, 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 great. Uh, hey, you want a slice of bread? B- bread? Whole wheat rye. Go ahead. Have a slice. I ate all the heel pieces already. Those are the best ones. You, uh, you're eating a loaf of bread? Uh, you bet. Anyway, what's up? You guys recording the show or what? Yeah, we are. Why are you eating an entire loaf of bread? Oh, easy. I'm taking control of my health. By eating an entire loaf of bread? Exactly. You see, I've really been taking stock of my priorities ever since finding out that Sydney and Maisie are having a kid. I've reassessed a lot of things. First, I reassessed whether I wanted to live in a world where Sydney was a father. Sure, I'd gotten used to the guy as a son-in-law, but seeing him raise children? It just didn't seem right that some child out there should be cursed by the cosmos to have Sydney as a father figure. But I figure, as long as I'm around to be a grandpa to that kid, I should be able to make sure he turns out at least somewhat well-adjusted. Okay, what does that have to do with eating an entire loaf of bread? Well, if I'm going to be around to be this kid's grandpop, I got to make sure I'm here for as long as possible. And that means I got to start taking better care of my health. If not for me, then for the kid. You know what I mean? All right. I get that. I really do. Why are you eating an entire loaf of bread? What do you mean? That's what health is all about. You got to get your healthy whole grains. You see, I've adopted a completely new diet. I got it straight out of this 1970s diet book I found in the Goodwill. The Goodwill? That's where I do all my clothes shopping. Anyway, to this book, Low-Fat Living for a Low-Fat Life, I've learned the importance of a low-fat living. Whole grains are key to your health. And I figure, what better way to be healthy 
than to eat as many of them as possible. So you're on an all-bread diet? No, I'm also eating margarine with it. Uh, it doesn't have any dairy in it, so that means it's better for you. Now, admittedly, it's not the tastiest stuff in the world, but that's the price I'm willing to pay for my health. Well, I guess that explains why he's eating an entire loaf of bread. I'm going to start the show, and uh, then we're going to have a little, a little intervention about this, okay? Don't go anywhere. I also have carrot cake for breakfast every day, on account of the fact that it contains vegetables. Right. Well, folks, first up on the show, uh, I have resolved personally to play more Kay Kaiser songs in, in 2024. It's an awkward transition into the musical segment of the show, but here you go. Have some Kay Kaiser. Okay, look, about the bread. Way back in Juliet Sims. Oh, what the boyfriend I felt for thee way back in 1939. Thy lips made history sweet honor to me way back in 1939. Nights were in of sweet amour. Oh, Harry, oh, canst thou remember long, long ago? Aye, Jeanette, tis true, tis true. I'd serenade thee with my portable radio without an aerial. There was no balcony too high for me. If I could watch a Mickey Mouse with thee. Way back in 1939 A.D. Memories, memories. Ah, remember jitterbugs, my friends, and two world's fairs. I had I, one Orson Welles, two Thanksgivings, and three little fishies.
If your temper's getting the top hand, all you have to do is just stop and pass that peace pipe and bury that hatchet like, like the jock does, chicka sauce, chatterhoochie, chippewas do. If you're feeling mad as a wet hen, mad as you can possibly get, then pass that peace pipe and bury that tomahawk like those Chichimex Cherokees above the pecs do. Don't be cranky. Try to use a little restraint. Fold that hanky and wipe off all of that war paint. If you find yourself in a fury, be your own judge and your own jury. Pass that peace pipe and bury that hatchet like, like the chalk does. Chicka sauce, Chattahoochee, Chippewas do. Chattanooga's Chicharros do. Even in colonial days, you knew the ceremonial ways to pass that peace pipe and bury that tomahawk. Like those Chicoutimis, Chepitzes, and Chickapees, too. Pull your ears in, try to use a little control. When all clears in, you'll be top man on the totem pole. But if you wanna be an alright guy, not a long face blues in the night guy, write that apology and dispatch it. When you've quarreled, it's grand to patch it. Pass that peace pipe and bury the hatchet. Like the Choctaws, Chickasaw, Chattahoochee, Chippewas, and those Chichimex, Cherokee, Chapultepecs, and those Chicoutimis, Chepichet, Chickapee, Chocho, Chango, Chattanooga, Chichuas. Make sure you always get fresh bread. Julia Lee Wright is dated with today's date. You know it's first day fresh. Your neighborhood sanitary food store has fresh, dated Julia Lee Wright bread right now. Just a very bold serenade.
steamer I am just content to be a dreamer Even if I could afford a steamer subject we're digging a ditch well i know a fellow that digs ditches that's worth two hundred and fifty thousand dollars no kidding yeah he started out digging little holes for 25 cents basements for a dollar and a quarter swimming pools for three and a half and oil wells for 450 and that and he... way he made two hundred and fifty thousand dollars oh no his mother-in-law died and left him the money
now from raucous rhythm to romance, a lovely lady, Georgia Carroll. Should I we'll dig a ditch? Exactly how I feel. Dig a well. Should dig I confess a I love you? If you want us to, should we'll I recite oh, beneath the pale moonlight and swear by stars above you? We dug a ditch, we dug a ditch, and struck it rich, in which it all, yippee-i-o, yippee-i-a, we made it pay, in which it all. Oh, I could keep on dig, dig, digging like I've been digging before, but now I'm feeling so hot diggity, I want something more. Gotta dig. Fine to keep the girls in line, to stay well groomed from nine to nine. And even later than that. Get ahead, get ahead, get ahead with well groomed hair. Get wild bruise cream oil for well groomed hair. With a twist of the wrist, I'll be back on your list. Sing it, boy. Shoot the twist to me, Oliver. With a twist of the wrist, with your lips that insist, with that come hither look in your eyes. Just when I think we're through, you do magic and make me love you. At the drop of a hat, it's as easy as that. 
with the merest attempt at a sign. But I'm sure you're untrue, you do magic and make me love you. Yes, I'm just after all at your beck and your call. Seems twill never be for you and me all over. So with a twist of the wrist, I'll be back. Doesn't matter how hard I may try. How can I get away from your very persuasive allures? When with a twist of the wrist, I'm yours, I'm yours. To the wrist, I'll be back on your list. All You go New York. What's your name? My name is old Johnny. O Johnny. O my name is old Johnny. O Johnny. O. Well, when you got to New York, did you get a job playing that saxophone? No, about that time the war broke out and everybody was going around saying, Johnny, get your gun, get your gun, get your gun. Take it on the run, on the run, on the run. So I put down my saxophone and I says, Goodbye, Broadway, hello, France, because I'm a-going over there, over there, and I won't be back until the armistice is signed. Yes, oh, did you fight? Sure I fight, I fought. I got shot in the leg, and when I was in the hospital in Paris, one of them YMCA fellers come around to me, and he says, it's a long ways to Tipperary. Up your troubles in your old kit bag and smile, smile. And what'd you say to that? I don't want to get well. I don't want to get well. Cause I'm in love with a beautiful nurse. What was her name? Kick a kick Katie. Kick a kick Katie. Oh, I see. A cute little American gal, huh? Uh -huh. No! Dinky dinky parley boo. Oh, I catch on. Well, now that you're back home, why don't you go back to the farm and settle down? Back to the farm? How you gonna keep them down on the farm after they see Perry? Kiss him on a cheek and holler, oh, la, la. That's 
Jazz. Say, folks, if you want the kind of home appliances, radios, television receivers, refrigerators, that fit your needs like a glove, the place to get fitted is right at your Philco dealer. And that goes double for Philco's revolutionary new advances in refrigerator design for 1949. Now, for the first time in any refrigerator, Philco gives you 100% refrigeration right down to the floor. The result, the new Philco refrigerator model 1095 gives you almost... 11 cubic feet of storage space in the same size cabinet that gave you only eight before. Even down at the bottom, where you never got real refrigeration before, you now have Philco's huge new freshener locker, plus a big crisper in Philco's new snack box for butter, cheese, or prepared sandwiches. And to top it all, this great Philco refrigerator gives you a built-in home freezer with real zero-zone temperatures. So ask your Philco dealer for the new Philco with a full-length door and... Full-length refrigeration. It's advanced design for 49 from Philco. Famous for quality the world over. Welcome back to Yesterday Today, the show that brings you the best of yesterday's radio today. We're revisiting New Year's resolutions on the show today, as Jake has some questions about our producer's new diet. Look, I don't see what the problem is. Milk does all low-fat food. I can eat as many of them as I want. Milk duds are are pure sugar. You should not be eating those. The fat content doesn't matter. What are you talking about? Look here at the package. I don't even know most of the ingredients here. That's how you know they're healthy, because they were made in a lab. Science is always a good thing. I only eat genetically modified foods because science makes things better than nature could. No, the human body is not designed to eat these these highly processed foods. You're not, it's... If that was true, then why do milk duds taste so good? Don't encourage him, McLean. Besides, milk duds are just tooth cement anyway. I even started drinking skimmed milk. But I found out that after I buy it from the store, I can skim it even more myself. Wait, you you re-skim your skimmed milk? Sure. I water it down every time I pour any out of the jug. I got it now so it's almost clear. I suppose you're staying hydrated at least? But perhaps the greatest part of this diet is that a warm, light beer counts towards my 6 to 11 servings of grain per day. I don't think there's a diet in the world that encourages you to drink light beer. Now, admittedly, that's my own little wrinkle that I threw in. But I figure, what with all the hops and the barley, beer can't be that different from bread, right? I drink a warm one in the morning, and it's practically like eating toast. Listen, you just you got some outdated advice from that book you found, all right? If you want to be healthier so you can be around for your grandkids, you can just stop eating sugar and go on a walk and get some exercise. Pounding down carbohydrates is not going to help you. Now, what kind of crazy talk is that? Are you trying to kill me or something? If I go out walking, I could get hit by a truck and die. No, no, better to stay inside, watch Chicago Bears mock draft videos, and eat a sleeve or two of Oreos. Oreos? I'm told they're vegan. And if they're made from plants, they gotta be good for you, right? Vegan Oreos, huh? All right. I mean, I think those are technically more chemical than they are plant at this point. Um, Anyway, folks, uh, here's an episode of Phil Harris concerning his New Year's resolution. There you go. 
Oh, are you dipping those in beer? And now the stars of the RCA Victor program, Alice Faye and Phil Harris. Now, let me see. I'm going to start 1954 off with a clean slate. So the first thing I'll do is to clean out this desk. It's a mess. Man, man, look at this stuff in here. Let's see. A guide to the movie star's home. <laughs> An orchestra baton autographed by Ina Ray Hutton. Here's an old phonograph record. Tex Ritter singing, My ranch house is in the sky, so be careful when you step out the door. <laughs> that tune never got any place. I can't understand it either. It was such a lovely melody. Oh, here's a book. Let's see. A shortcut to successful harmonica playing. <laughs> With a special chart showing which teeth to blow through <laughs> Uh-oh Here's an invitation to a violin recital at Knott's Berry Farm <laughs> I was sorry I had to miss that, I remember I better not throw any of this stuff away You can never tell when you might need some Hi, Curly Happy New Year Well, Elliot, same to you Come on in Curly, I don't understand this You don't understand what? Well, it's New Year's Day, the day after New Year's Eve. And here you are, as bright and shiny as the seat of a bus driver's pants. Well, what about it? What about it? Let's face it, Curly. Usually you spend the morning after New Year's Eve calling every hospital in town to see if you're there. <laughs> oh, no, sir, not this year, Rodney. Alice and I played it real cool last night. We stayed home watching television till midnight, at which time we split a bottle of diatonic buttermilk. Uh huh. Then how come you got that wet towel wrapped around your head? Oh, that? Mm-hmm. Oh, I can explain that. Although I was a law-abiding citizen last night, my neighbor next door was throwing a brawl to end all brawls. I couldn't sleep, so along about 12.30, I went over and had a nice neighborly chat with him and... Then came home What time did you get home? Seven o'clock this morning <laughs> That's quite a little chat Well, I really left my neighbor's house at 6.30 But it took me a half hour to cross the alley <laughs> A half an hour to cross an alley? Well, I did it the hard way <laughs> I walked across on the clothesline Carrying a Japanese parasol I would have made it much sooner But halfway across I met another Japanese Going the other way Why are you so busy Working on a holiday, Curly? I'm just getting things Neat and orderly yeah. I'm not going to go into 1954 in no sloppy manner First thing I'm doing Is answering this mail Man, has it been piling up Well, I'll help you Hey, here's a nice fat one uh-oh, it's a bill And they say if you don't pay it pretty soon, they're going to sue you Let me see that Here you are 
What are they complaining about? This is only January, and that's a bill from November. November 1949. <laughs> the Water Softener Company says you own $250. $250 for softening the water? I like it that way. <laughs> for $250, I'll come over and give you a bath in tapioca. <laughs> With a marshmallow rub <laughs> All right, just get on with the mail, huh? What's the next one? Um, that's a New Year's card It's from your insurance company The Plymouth Rock Mutual <laughs> Read it, Elliot May I? <laughs> uh, may we wish you season's greetings Upon this New Year day We received your insurance premiums There's nothing more to pay so let the New Year bells ring out from Frisco to Nantucket. Happy New Year. You're all paid up in case you kick the bucket. <laughs> You'll go a long way before you find a sweeter sentiment than that. Now, the next thing on my list is resolutions for the New Year. Because this year, it's going to be different. Oh, Curly, why do you go through that childish thing every year? You never keep them. Elliot, how can you say a thing like that? Oh, hello, Alice. Phil lived up to his resolutions last year. I've got them written down right here, and he's kept every one of them. I like resolutions. They improve you. Mm -hmm. Listen to the first one. Quote, During 1953, I, Phil Harris, will refrain from getting into any fights with Rocky Marciano. <laughs> There's one that'll improve you. <laughs> yeah, I got a willpower like I am. Number two. During 1953, I, Phil Harris, will take care of my beautiful body. Alice, it does not say beautiful body. It says lovely. All right. <laughs> but I'm well, going... Well, look, now I'll leave you two to figure out your New Year's resolutions. I'm going to fix some lunch. Okay, okay? honey. You know what I'm going to do, Elliot? What are you going to do? This year, for once, I'm going to prove to everybody that I have got real willpower. I'm going to quit smoking. <laughs> quit smoking? Curly, that's impossible. You smoke two and a half packs a day. That's right, that's right. And just to make it real tough, I am going on a diet and lose 10 pounds. Oh, Curly, you mean both at the same time? Yeah. Oh, you've said that four million times. Wait You'll a minute now, wait a minute. I mean it this time. You see, Elliot, I'm now a motion picture actor. And when I appear on the screen, I must look my best. And smoking makes my eyes bloodshot. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> oh, Curly, quitting smoking you might get away with, but not the two together. You can't give up food, too. You're a big man with a knife and a fork. Look, Elliot, I'm no more fond of food than anybody else Are you kidding? How about Christmas dinner? Normal people carve a turkey, you clobber it Bill, you... Elliot, I've got your luncheon already Be right there, honey Come on, Elliot, let's have lunch And I'll tell you all about the diet thing while we're eating Come Just on. a second, Curly You gotta either diet or you don't diet What do you mean? You gotta start now You gotta turn down that lunch Turn down the lunch? Yeah, you can't eat any more of Alice's cooking 
I know a little health food restaurant where you can eat anything you want and you don't gain weight. Oh, Phil, come on. Your lunch is ready. Tell her, Curly. Now is the time. Yeah, I guess you're right. I gotta use my willpower. Phil! No, Alice, uh, I don't want any lunch. Oh, Elliot, this is murder, real murder. <laughs> you see, I have to eat or my nerves get jumpy. Quick, Elliot, give me a cigarette. No cigarette, Curly. You swore off smoking. Oh, great. I can't eat and I can't smoke. Let's face it, Elliot. There's nothing left for me to do but to poison myself. That's out, too. You can't drink either. <laughs> Come on, Marlin. I'll take you to that health food restaurant. <laughs> Well, Curly, I know it isn't much to look at, but the food here is guaranteed to have all the calories removed. Anybody that has any health problems comes here. Yeah, yeah. Some of them look like they just made it. <laughs> a load of them customers. It looks like the reject room at Mayo Brothers. <laughs> Curly, please, no snap judgments. Look, there's a guy just got up from the table. Why don't you ask him how he enjoyed his meal? Yeah, that's an idea. Hey, uh, mister, do you eat here all the time? Yes, I've been eating here for two years now, and it, it's wonderful. <laughs> I never felt better in my life. <laughs> in fact, I'm looking for a job. <laughs> <laughs> Come over sometime when we're cleaning the Venetian blinds <laughs> uh, Yeah, thank you, mister uh, Goodbye, sonny I don't want a ricochet romance I don't want a ricochet love Look, Elliot, on second thought, I'm too nervous to eat. I haven't had a cigarette for so long. I'm going outside and enjoy a deep breath of smog. <laughs> now, wait a minute, Curly. You got to stick with this if you want to lose well, that weight. Well, 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 gentlemen, how do you do? And welcome to the vitamin nook. I'm Miss Quinley, your food counselor. I'm going to suggest a menu for you. But first, I want you to step over to our bar. <laughs> bar? <laughs> We always start off with a cocktail, and you're in luck because today's special cocktail is the Zimby. <laughs> it's composed of one pot carrot juice, one pot kumquat juice, two pots turnip juice, and just a dash of cabbage squeezing, and uh, topped off with a glob of Bulgarian sour cream. <laughs> now, isn't your tummy just waiting for that? Lady, it's in a crouching position. <laughs> oh, I knew you'd be pleased. But we haven't begun to get your appetite yet. Guess what the first course in our luncheon is. Oh, you never guess. I could, but I'm afraid I'd be right. <laughs> it's a salad I created myself called the Sheep Herder's Delight. <laughs> it contains watercress, bamboo shoots, clover spinach, radish tops, and alfalfa <laughs> What are we going to do, eat or graze? <laughs> why, why don't you two 
gentlemen, sit down at this cozy little table here and I'll be right back with everything. Proud of you. Not a morsel left on your plate. <laughs> you know, I prepared the main course personally myself. <laughs> yeah, I could tell. <laughs> Wasn't it delicious? All the ingredients are put in a large wooden bowl and tossed. Tossed? It tasted more like something that Mickey Mantle threw in from center field. <laughs> well, thank you, gentlemen, very much. And do come again. Good day. <laughs> Dear diary, this is the fourth day. Don't know how I do it. My lunch at the health restaurant today consisted of a small lentil, a peeled grape, and a spoonful of sunflower seeds. Washed down with a shot of dandelion broth. But don't worry, dear diary I'm gonna make it Signed, anxious <laughs> Dear diary This is the fifth day No food, no cigarettes I think my nerves are beginning to crack Usually when I go to bed I dream of Ava Gardner <laughs> Last night I dreamed about her again But this time instead of a bathing suit She was wearing a wraparound pork chop <laughs> Never thought I'd get that hungry This is the 13th day I'm reaching the danger point Things are getting distorted And all out of proportion Like this morning I was sitting on one side of the room And Alice was sitting on the other side of the room When all of a sudden <coughs> What was that? What was that? I'm sewing and I dropped my thimble Bill, what's the matter with you lately? What makes you so jittery? I'm not jittery Yes, you are You're jittery and you act frightened Frightened? I'm not frightened You are too Now, what's the matter? Come on out of the fireplace and tell Mom <laughs> What are you quivering so for? I'm not quivering You certainly are And what is that you're hiding behind you? Let me see I won't You will too Now, let me see that I... Fail. I cut it out of a magazine A picture of a stack of Aunt Jemima pancakes <laughs> I know it and I think they're beautiful That syrup looks so real Honey, what's come over you? Oh, leave me alone Well, diary, it's the 14th day 
I just couldn't stand it any longer in the house, so I took a walk. A brisk walk. Hello, Mr. Harris. Huh? Oh. Hello, Tommy. I'm... I'm kind of tired. You mind if I sit down on the curb with you? No, Mr. Harris. Come right ahead. You got a candy bar there, ain't you? Yeah, it's an old Henry bar, and it sure is good, too. It's got marshmallow in the center and got a lot of caramel around it. Then comes a bunch of pecans, and then some more caramel and marshmallow. And there's a lot of peanuts all around that. And the whole thing is chocolate-coated with chocolate. Who asked you? <laughs> You know, eat that whole bar all by yourself. Yeah, and when I finish this one, I got a fudgeola, a creamy crunch, a walnut wonder, a, a nutty nougat, and I'm gonna eat them all. Look at him, eight years old, and already he's a juvenile delinquent. <laughs> hey, Tommy, buddy. Uh, hey, Thomas. I'd like to have a little talk with you. Haven't we, uh... Come over here, Tommy. Come over closer to me. That's it. Hey, Tom, old buddy. Haven't we always been pals? In fact, we've been more than pals. We've been buddies, haven't we? Tommy and Phil. Phil and Tommy. <laughs> Our relationship's been just like father and son. Boy, you're mine <laughs> Boy, you're mine Dear little boy Mr. Harris, get your hand out of my pocket <laughs> The candy's on the other side Oh, oh. <laughs> Excuse me Well, so long See you later, Dad <laughs> Dear diary, it's the 15th day of my diet and I've lost nine pounds and 13 ounces. That's what I weighed when I was born. Boy, only three ounces to go. I would have lost those three ounces too, but I cheated a little at the Rose Bowl game. I ate two pom-poms and the chrysanthemum. now 12 o'clock at night. I'm sitting here all alone in my rocking chair. And to keep my mind off of smoking and eating, I just drank 22 glasses of water. That's a lot of water. <laughs> 
<laughs> Maybe I better stop rocking. <laughs> I feel kind of lightheaded. Maybe I won't make it after all. Maybe I should have something to give me a little strength. I know what I'll do. I'll sneak into the kitchen quietly and have one little cracker. Yeah, a cracker. Oh, there they are. I'm just going to have one, but I'll make it last. First, I'll lick off the salt. <laughs> then I'll nip just a corner. Anybody home? I brought the groceries. Hey, Mr. Harris, what are you doing in the kitchen at midnight? It's my kitchen, ain't it? And what are you doing driving your grocery truck up to my house at this hour? Where have you been? I took a shortcut through a drive-in movie. <laughs> your face. What have you been up to, Jesse James? You wouldn't understand, Julius. There's too many ramifications. Ramifications? Well, cut me in half and call me Funkin' Wagnalls. <laughs> Come on, what are you covering up? Shh. Will you keep quiet, Julius? Keep it down. It's just a... Well, it's a little thing I've been trying to keep from Alice. It's... Well, I've been doing something, and I, well, I cheated a little. Aha! Now it comes out, cheating on a woman I love. Now, wait a minute. <laughs> How could you take advantage of Miss Faye? How could you do this to that poor, little, innocent, trusting, blue-eyed, flaxen-haired girl from the country? <laughs> Look, when I married Alice, she was a movie star at 20th Century Fox. Look, will you listen to me, Julius? You're gonna wake up Alice I'd like to wake her up and expose you for just what you are You're unprincipled, avaricious, and an unmitigated practitioner of chicanery All right, I accept your apology Now look, Julius, I got no time for this I've been under a terrific strain I'm desperate Now don't give me no more trouble or I'll... You got a wild look in your eyes don't come any closer or I'll let you have it with this bottle of vinegar. Julius, I'm warning you. Take your filthy hands off of me, you... Help! Please! Mida! Help! Help! What, what's going on here? Phil, what are you doing to Julius? Alice, I just came out to the kitchen to get something to eat, and this oh, guy... Oh, well, golly, Miss Fay, I, I guess there's been a misunderstanding. I thought... Look, wh why don't you run along, Julius? I'll put Mr. Harris to bed. Okay, but don't forget to close the lid. <laughs> now, Phil Honey, honey, I... I didn't want to tell you until I made good I've been on a diet and I quit smoking and For the last two weeks, I've been as nervous as a bearded lady mowing the lawn <laughs> Oh, Phil Well, gee, how about the waistline, honey? Wasn't it worth starving for? Well, I wish I could say yes, Phil, but I've got some news for you. Your director, Bill Wellman, just called, and he looked at the last ten days of film, and he said he's going to have to shoot it all over again because you look so scrawny. <laughs> you mean... Mm-hmm. They can't continue till you gain at least ten pounds. Oh, honey, will you say that just once more? 
You've got to gain 10 pounds. All right, quick, honey, hand me a cigarette, will you? Thanks. <laughs> oh, man. That's <laughs> You lit the end with the filter on it Yeah, how do you like that? Up till now, I've been throwing away the best part <laughs> Honey, there's one more thing When my mail comes tomorrow Will you put it inside the refrigerator? Why? Because that's going to be my address for the next three days <laughs> Allison Phil will be back in just a moment. Hey, Curly, what are you doing? I'm starting the new year out right, Elliot. Take an inventory of my Christmas gifts. Now, let me see. One Joe Miller joke book. From Alice? From my sponsor. Oh. And six ties, four shirts, and my bonus. Hmm. Hmm, about $30. Cash for Christmas. Wonderful. What are we going to do with it? The question is, what am I going to do with it? How about a pair of slacks size 34? I don't wear 34. I do. Look, look, I want to buy something really useful. Something I can enjoy for years and years. Oh. Well, then the best you can do is turn your Christmas cash into an RCA Victor radio. Now you're using your noodle. And here's the man with the facts, Bill Foreman. Hey, Bill. Yes, Phil? Can I get an RCA Victor radio for about 20 or $30? You sure can, Phil. Even less. A table radio that'd be swell for the kitchen costs as little as $19.95. For a few dollars more, you can get a clock radio that'll wake you to music instead of that threshing machine you call an alarm clock. Or what about an RCA Victor portable radio? That's a pretty big choice. I can't figure out which one to get. Make it easy on yourself. See all the RCA Victor radios at your dealers tomorrow. Thanks, Bill. I'll do it. This is Phil again. Ladies and gentlemen, thanks so much for listening during the past year, and may the coming year not only bring you health and happiness, but everything you've wanted. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Included in this program transcribed were Stuffy Singer, Marjorie List, and Will Wright. The part of Julius was played by Walter Tetley. This has been an NBC Radio Network presentation. So you're telling me I just don't want to give up my favorite vices to become healthier, so instead I just picked up a bad diet that better conform to the lifestyle I'm already comfortable with. Yes, that is exactly what I'm telling you. This low-fat diet is not going to make you healthier. Not to mention your additions of light beer and Oreos. Huh. Who would have thought? Well, I guess if I have to sacrifice some of the foods and drinks I love to live a little bit longer for my grandkids, it'll be worth it. But man, that sounds hard. I've gotten used to a couple of warm beers every day. Well, that's what resolutions are all about. It's easy to make them at the start of the year and say you want to be healthier, but then you have to actually follow through with that, and that's a, that's a daily grind, you know? All right, I'll give it my best shot. Say, uh... You know, if the food bank takes bread, I bought a lot of loaves for my low-fat diet. I'm sure they do. Well, if you want more yesterday today, you can visit KISU.org or wherever you get your healthy, active, thriving podcasts. For there's a change in the weather, there's a change in the sea. So from now on, there'll be a change in me. My walk will be different. 
my talk and my name. Nothing about me's gonna be the same. I'm gonna change my way of living if that ain't enough. I'm gonna change the way I strut my stuff. Cause nobody wants you when you're old and gray. There'll be some changes made today. There'll be some changes made. So here's the thing, right? The marshmallows in the charms get the kids to consume more of the flavorless sawdust grain morsels. Now that's the real that's the real treat, is the morsels of sawdust. But your your brain doesn't know that. All your brain knows is oh bright color marshmallow me likey right. But here's the thing, your body, your body says mmm flavorless grain. That's what I need. Give me that. So that's why I eat. Four bowls of Lucky Charm cereal, one for every meal, and then a little for the dessert. Sometimes I take out all the marshmallows and eat just the the little anchors that taste like garbage. We never had enough money for your brand name, Lucky Charm. Sometimes we had the marshmallow mateys. Sometimes we had the Colossal Berry Crunch. The Fruity Dino Bites. I've had my share.